You're listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Flannel Friday, February 8th. It is definitely Flannel Friday. I should get a picture of this, actually. We're all in flannel. The multiple layers that I'm wearing today, because it was, <laughs> what, like, I don't know if it was single digits when I left, but it was pretty uh, cold. It might have been. It was double digits when I left, but that was a few hours later. It you. dropped quickly, like a bad topic on the coffee hour. Oh, it spiraled man. quickly, the temperature last night. It yeah, was that happens. cold. <laughs> um, but to warm us up today, we have two great books for families with children uh, today that we're discussing, especially with the upcoming uh, season, the penitential season of Lent and Holy Week right around the corner. Two great topics that uh, help us look at Jesus, who Jesus is, and particularly, why did Jesus come in the flesh for us? Uh, Topics that perhaps you don't necessarily um, always think about, why is it important to teach your children that, that Jesus came in the flesh? But it is important. Super important. We'll dig into that in just a minute. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. In studio this morning, the Reverend William Whedon is chaplain here at the International Center of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. But in his spare time, when he wakes up at three in the morning, he (laughs) writes books for families with children. Um, And this particular book is called See My Savior's Hands. It was right, three in the morning, right? Well, I don't know if it was three in the morning, but it was way in the middle of the night. I know that. It's just, you know, one of those, (laughs) one of those. and, 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 And let's be clear, that's not when I wrote it. That's when I thought, you know... I think that actually might be serviceable to kids. I have no idea why in the middle of the night that idea plopped into my head. Um, because I, I, I need to be, be straight up on this. I didn't write a children's book. I, I wrote a sermon for the Ascension. This is what this thing was. Um, but let me, let me back out on that to say this. See, I, I'm a, I absolutely loathe, despise, and abominate children's sermons. And the reason why is because I find them condescending to the children, I find them pandering to the adults, and I find them to be incredibly disruptive of the divine service. And worst of all, they suggest to the children that the rest of what's happening is not for them. So my challenge always when I'm preaching is to think, is this something that can engage the little ones too? So when I preach, I don't only preach to adults. I think that's stupid. You know, you need to preach to the little people in the room too. And uh, the the one technique that tends to work really well with that is, is story. But beyond story, you can also do that with verbal pictures. Um, if you just give a series of verbal pictures. And it occurred to me that this sermon being nothing but a series of pictures in, in you know, the, the life of Jesus described, inviting the little kids to focus on his hands might actually, you know, the, 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 the people to focus on his hands. It would, it would probably be something that if you had a good illustrator could go through and just go scene after scene after scene and engage the children all the way from the Lord's coming in the flesh, like you just mentioned, all the way through to the very ascension itself, where his hands are raised in blessing over the gathered disciples. So, you know, out of the middle of the blue and the night, you know, it's like I was awakened and I thought, I need to remember to send CPH an email in the morning to see whether or not that's just crazy or whether or not they might be interested in that. And it was fun. It was both. It, it was crazy. And it was, it was both. <laughs> the you know, best you know, ideas are both. It was fun because I, I know I got an email from a kid where he's like, you know, he says, so you didn't even try to write a children's book and you just written a great children's book. <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> you know, um, but I think that's a good thing for 
all of us to remember that the divine service is for the kids the whole time. So yeah. make sure in your sermon that you're not, you know, ignoring th- these little people sitting out in the congregation. Well, and if you preach to the kids, the adults are going to understand it, too. Absolutely. So <laughs> it makes sense. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of times adults, I, this is going to be a, a rabbit hole if we keep talking about it, but but a lot of times adults um, actually need the simple mm-hmm. message because we get so cluttered that, that to break through the clutter, sometimes you just need it to be spoken very plainly. Plain? Let me, yeah. I, I, our, our great CFW author observed that anybody who's not simple in their preaching is, is, is simply preaching people to hell. I mean, that's hard, wow. but that's really important. If you're trying to be, oh, super art, arty in the way that you lay things out and, you know, be like, don't go down that road. Just make it plain. And nothing is as plain to people as story and picture. So anyway, that's that's where the, the book had its origin. Yeah. So the book uh, titled See My Savior's Hands, I'm not sure that we mentioned that yet. See My Savior's Hands from CPH, a, a, a series of pictures of of our Lord's hands, what what they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you want parents and children to to gain out of this book? I want them to gain a love for Jesus for what He came to do with His with His in His body, and you can actually sort of watch the entire thing unfold um, because of the the artist's great work with the book. Um, you from the time that that you see the little hands curling around his mother's fingers, um, you know, it, he was a baby. He, he became that little, that weak, that helpless for you all the way through to the hands, especially the hands being affixed to the cross. Hard picture to look at, but, but, but we need to see that. We need to see it in our, in our heads, in our hearts, in our minds. Um, good piece of Lutheran spirituality that you get another great CPH book as a Lutheran prayer companion has this beautiful prayer <laughs> that the last, the last, you know, Lord, let the last food to touch my lips be the Holy supper. Let the last image in my mind be of my Lord crucified for me mm. in a beautiful prayer. So, I mean, you're literally giving the kids a picture of that very early on. Um, and then to see those hands, that flesh, that flesh, our flesh, real hands like ours that are, could be hurt and bleeding and, and, and finally dead, but then alive, that same flesh alive again, and all to bring blessing to you. Yeah. In a Bible study that I um, am in at, uh, at our church, we've been talking about the incarnation mm-hmm. significantly, and some of the some of the challenges that we have wrapping our minds around, you know, some of the just the idea that Jesus is fully God and fully man. One, that's hard to wrap our heads around um, because just we live in human flesh. But two, that he still is yeah you know is 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 yeah. right right yeah it's one of the things that uh great patrick gurdon's written a fabulous book on this jesus we forgot <laughs> he, he is like uh you know like when we with jesus says to the disciples so um when you went out did you lack any bread that's how we hear it did you lack any bread when i sent you out and you know uh, no no and like he's making a point to them uh what if he asked so when you went out did you lack any bread you know, what if he's doing it to inquire? You know, we always put the divine omniscience there. So, you know, we need to remember mm-hmm. the humility, the, the, in his humiliation, he didn't always use 
his divine omniscience, right? Um, so you have to allow the real, very, very, very human Jesus. Mark's gospel is so beautiful at picturing that to come to. And I think that's the point of this book. Like it really drags kids into the incarnation. You get to you're gonna spend the time with the life of this man, with these little pictures that scripture gives us from point to point to point to see him grow, see him as a boy, see him learning to read, see him um, uh, in all the acts of kindness and love that, that, that his hands were involved in. I mean, his hands touched to heal, his hands touched to forgive, to restore. It's just amazing. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as a parent, you know, teaching my child, wrestling with, wrestling between the words was and is Mm -hmm. when talking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. It's both, Mm -hmm. you know, what he did, but he is also um, still. And so what a great resource to help us teach our children. Uh, I'm looking forward to my signed copy to share with my son. Uh, <laughs> I figure kids don't really care about signatures. <laughs> True. True. And but, he does. <laughs> no, but uh, this would be a great one for, uh, for our bedtime to, to, uh, to sit down and, and read through um, all the things. Well, Many of the things. I don't know if you've got all of the things that Jesus did with his no, hands. No, no, we do not get all of it there. In fact, there were some that I had in the original that got uh, chopped out. Um, <laughs> but you know what? There's no arguing with editors. I've learned that. You just go. They, they're their experts. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing, and you need to back off. So um, your your quiver is full. You numerous grandchildren, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I've not had the privilege of reading this to um, five of my grandkids, but I've had the privilege of reading this to three of my grandkids. My five are coming this coming week, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Um, but uh, it was fun to do. We sat on the couch and literally looked through and w- looked at the pictures, and it was just great to watch their little eyes fix, you know. And to take your fame, the, it's big. The book is big. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a little book. So the picture is quite all encompassing. And as you're opening up and looking at, to let your finger go to the finger of Jesus as you read it and just touch it there and watch their little fingers follow. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's just. Uh, it was, it was a great experience. I loved it. And I got to dedicate it to um, all of them, to all, all, well, as at present, eight of the grandkids. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw all their names mm-hmm. in yeah. there. Uh, so uh, is this a new venture for you, writing more children's books? I did have another one that I, I had several, actually, that I wanted to, to sort of send by them. Uh, and uh, the one I think they thought was just way too graphic, but I still, I still, do you, you guys probably heard me deliver my sheep sermon, you know, about the wolf eating the sheep, the wolf eating the lamb. And, and no, no, I don't think I've heard that one. It's my favorite. My kids have always loved that one. And I I really thought, man, that would make an awesome children's book, but it's very graphic. I mean, you have to show the destruction. Um, But the other one is actually one that I hope to do on the uh, the death of Mary does the same thing as mm. Mary's dying. She gets to go back in her. She, I, you know, I remember the whole sermon is I remember when they, you know, when the angel came to me, I remember when they snuck in and fell down before your, your manger. I remember when they came in bringing their gifts, I re- all the way through the life of Christ. And so I, you know, I remember when, when the light died in your eyes and my, my hope was gone. I remember when they came and told me you were alive and I knew that your every word was true. And so all the way to the end with, so I'm not afraid to die, my son, I'm going to you. 
I remember, I remember, I remember. I think it would make mm. a fa- I mean, I could just see each of the scenes being depicted. In, in Look at that. He's giving away all his secrets. I know. The- <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've already preached that sermon, too, several times, because I like it. <laughs> see My Savior's Hands, a new book for families with children, or even if you don't have children. It's no, still it's a, a, a great book. Great <laughs> illustrations as well in the book. The Reverend William Whedon, thank you so much for hey, being a guest you. on The Coffee Hour. Joy. Find it at cph.org. Uh, more great books on the way. You listen to the coffee, all right, Mandy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Wow.